You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Locked on Texans. As always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. And um, my boy's not in the studio with me, but he is over the computer. What's going on, John? Yo, everybody. Uh, I hate that I'm not in today uh, with you, just dealing with a very stressful week with a wedding. One of my brothers are getting married, but... As always, John, some sports guy Hickman, and you know you can check the show out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and Spotify. But don't forget to subscribe to Locked On Texans at all of those easy access places to listen to podcasts. As always, you know it. We got a jam-packed show for you guys. As always, the Houston Texans will be facing off against the Indianapolis Colts on Sunday, and uh, we also want to talk about with the trade deadline coming up a few days from now, we also want to talk about um, some potential um, targets that the Houston Texans can go over, but before we go into that, guys, I have to tell you about Roman. The folks at Roman, a men's health company, are changing the game with Roman swipes. The secret to longer lasting sex. Get $10 off your order of swipes and free two-day shipping at GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. Ladies and gentlemen, as I alluded to before, the last time uh, me and John got together, the AFC looked a lot different. I'm pretty sure you guys know by now, Patrick Mahomes went out with a, um, a dislocated kneecap last night's game um, against the Denver Broncos. And the day before that, Jalen Ramsey was traded from the Jacksonville Jaguars to the Los Angeles Rams. John, and to kind of keep it keep it with the AFC, the Rams also traded their cornerback Marcus Peters to the AFC, uh, shipping him over to Baltimore. So there has been a different makeup in the AFC the last couple of days. Yes, a huge different makeup, especially what's going on with in um with in Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes. But John, as you know, the Houston Texans, John, as you know, they are favorites to become a serious contender in the AFC. But um due to a couple injuries, you know, down here off of six ten and Kirby, I believe it's time for the Texans to go out and make a couple moves. What do you think? Yeah, you know, when we look at what is going on with the Texans cornerback situation. Now, we know Jonathan Joseph, where is he? he's still up in air. Uh, Roby is going to be out. We, we were down. We had to call on Phillip Gaines and crossing Sunday when we played against the Chiefs, and they actually held their own. But just moving forward, you're always going to need that depth. And things like this happen. So it's very important to go out and look for a corner. Now, of course, you don't want to overpay for anything. And honestly, in the Texas case, I don't feel that they have enough to overpay. With that being said, there are still guys out there that the Texans can go look at to replace those cornerbacks like 
Jonathan Joseph, who's dealing with the hamstring, so is Roby, uh, and, and bring in some quality guys. Most definitely. And, um, you know, you, you and I, we talked about this earlier before we got on the air today. What are, what are some targets you believe that the Texans should go out and get if there's any on the market? Well, I, I definitely think there's a couple guys that can really be looked at when we look at what's going on at their cornerback position, heading into Sunday's matchup and just throughout the rest of the entire season, and just to keep you guys informed and updated, Jonathan Joseph and Bradley Roby, the two cornerbacks that are out right now, were limited in practice along with Tasha and Gibson, who played amazing Sunday. But if I have to look at any cornerback to go after right now, the first guy would be a guy that was actually on this team that we signed in the offseason under, under Brian Gaines, previous GM. He's a guy that's been around and was in Cleveland, came out here. Brian Buddy Calhoun. Like I said, mm-hmm. we did sign him in, 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 in the offseason. He played in the preseason. We did release him. But he's a guy that knows this team already. He's played under Romeo Cornell, has some snaps under Romeo Cornell. I think he's a guy that because he's so familiar with what the Texans want to do, then the the familiarity of getting him in and him being able to impact the game immediately, it would be an easy transition. And I'm looking at what he's been able to do over the course of his career. 2016, his best year, uh, three interceptions and 11 pass deflections. Following those two years, he's had eight pass deflections since then. So the number isn't as high, but he's still a guy that can come play cornerback in this league for your team. And the fact that he's been here before really helps him out. I'm going to give you guys another one who I think would benefit a new scenery and everything. And he's a guy that we're not going to give up much for at all. And that's Jordan Lewis in Dallas. We can just take a trip right up to I-10 and go to Dallas. 2017 third-round pick from Michigan. Can't really play much time in Dallas uh, despite having three interceptions, 13 pass breakups, two fumble recoveries, 17 combined tackles in 36 games. He's not a scrub. He's just behind Brian Jones, uh, Awuzie, and Anthony Brown. So I think he needs a chain of change of scenery and I think that's the best place for him to be if we can get him here in Houston. Cool man, you actually named um some some pretty good guys there, but I don't have too many people on my list because I do not feel that the Houston Texans need to go out and really how can I put this? Um put too much emphasis on the trade market, but There is a guy I would like to see Bill O'Brien and the Texans organization go after. That is Patrick Peterson, cornerback from the Arizona Cardinals. Now, I know Patrick Peterson has not played the whole entire season. I mean, he was serving a six-game suspension. But at the end of the day, I mean, you're talking about a a player. He's he's still one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Um, He's an eight-time Pro Bowler. I mean, this is a guy who... For a career, 23 interceptions, 76 pass deflections, and he's still pretty young at 29 years old. And just like you mentioned, Jordan Lewis in Dallas, this is a player who 
needs a new scenery. This is a player who needs to be on a new team. And I do believe if you bring in a person like Peterson, you at the end of the day, I'm looking at it from this standpoint. Towards the end of the season, you will have Bradley Roby, Jonathan Joseph, and Patrick Peterson. You're talking about three high-productive cornerbacks who can go out and basically give anybody's wide receiver core some hell. Um, and, and then not only that, you know, you take a look at the age that Jonathan Joseph is, you know, you bring in a guy like Patrick Peterson, he can actually help Jonathan Joseph stay productive for the rest of the season because, you know, we all thinking that this is going to be his last season. Uh, this is the one guy I would like to see the Texans go after. Now, now they do have nine draft picks going into the 2020 NFL draft. John, I don't know about you, but I mean, you you give up maybe one third and possibly two six round picks. I would call that a pretty good deal. Yeah, I, for one, I'm not sure if, and I could be overreacting because I haven't seen Patrick Peterson play this season, but I'm not sure. Along coming, along with coming out after. Uh, seeing him play after the PEDs and everything that came along with that. And I think giving up multiple picks for Patrick Peterson right now may be too much. I don't disagree with you right there because at the end of the day, this is a player, you know, he hasn't played all year. So he's going to come in with fresh legs. He's going to come in and give you something that, you know, who knows, Bradley Roby or Jonathan Joseph might not be able to provide for you right now. I just think multiple picks for him, especially considering the Texans don't have any early picks. So when you look at that third-round pick, that is a pick that needs to stay in Houston. But there's another guy that I'm very interested in talking about. That's Chris Harris. Chris Harris up in Denver, who got blew out yesterday against the Kansas City Chiefs that lost Patrick Mahomes. That's the guy I'm looking at who's played with Roby before. So he, he understands and has some familiarity with Roby. He's a guy that, you know, you don't have to give up multiple picks. Chris Harris at his age right now, and the the market for Chris Harris isn't high. It is supply and demand for Chris Harris isn't high. You can go out there, call Denver. Hey, Denver, we have a fifth-round pick. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we can do with a late-round pick. And I mean late-round. Do not touch that third. If you can get Chris Harris for a late-round draft pick, I think that is also a good way to kind of alleviate some of the issues and pains that you have with your cornerback group right now. Yeah, Um that that sounds pretty good, you know. I, I'm stuck on a on a on a Peterson train, you know. That was just me, you know, saying possibly give up a, a third and and possibly two six. I mean, hey, it might be what a fourth and a six. I mean, you never know. But you know, that is the one position I do feel that the Houston Texans um they they need to fill that void, um, especially with the injuries that they have now. There's a guy that I'm going to keep my eyes on, and. Right now, the trade rumor surrounding this guy is quiet. But after the Broncos lost last night, I truly believe the trade rumors going into the trade day line is really going to start to kick up for this guy. 
if the Broncos open the trade market for Von Miller, I think the Texans should try to go out and get that guy. I mean, well, again, you Von Miller is a guy that is just too good for what the Texans don't have. I don't see the Broncos not accepting at the at the at the least a second round pick in multiple drafts for Von Miller. And that's something that the Texans do not have. Now, I'm not saying that they don't have the pieces to get like we still have Will Fuller you can kind of dangle in trades if you want to. I personally wouldn't do it because I've seen what he's able to do when he's actually on fire and the way he can expand this offense. But I don't think the Broncos go for anything under a second round. You might and be right. That's I'm... something that the Texans cannot give because they don't have it. You you might be right. I'm not saying that you know they have it or not. I'm just saying if the Broncos, because right now the trade rumors surrounding Miller are pretty low. But I'm just saying if it opens up to that point, the Texans should try. Hey, let's see if we could create something. I mean, nobody thought that they had the package to go out and get Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Steele from 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 Miami, and look what happened. All I'm saying is if. But like I alluded to before, ladies and gentlemen, these are all speculations. Um, you know, if the Texans do go out and make a move before the trade deadline, they should go out and target a cornerback. John, I don't know about you, but I think a corner is basically the only position that they need at least a little bit boost in other than trying to get another kicker. But, um, you know, I just say the cornerback position because there are a couple of injuries um, heading into Sunday's game. So speaking of Sunday's game, if you are betting, please. Use my bookie. And let me tell you why, guys. Between football season, MLB playoffs, and the Astros are doing a number on the Yankees, and the start of the NBA and NHL season, it's time to get off the sideline, get into some action. Let's bet together at mybookie.com. If you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Use promo code promo code to activate the offer again that's promo code promo code to double your cash visit mybookie.ag today you play you win and you get paid and welcome back in guys you know we definitely appreciate you spending your fridays with us you know while you're in the car it doesn't matter on the way to school grocery shopping getting ready for a hectic a very hectic wedding it doesn't matter Thank you for listening to Locked On Texans. And, of course, you know we had Locked On Coats on earlier in the week. We did the crossover Wednesdays with the Locked On Podcast Network, which is always fun. And on Fridays, we do our review, what we're going to look for in this game, how do we feel this is going to turn out, and the score prediction, the whole nine, of course. And this is where it gets interesting. And, Cody, you know, just for a second, I really want to say that Andrew Luck did go down. But the franchise really, like, they lost Andrew Luck. And, of course, you're not going to replace Andrew Luck when he's at his height. When he is at his prime, you're not replacing Andrew Luck. But Jacoby Brissett is not a scrub at all. And so they have him. He's been a guy that's played in New England. He's a pro. He can come in. He can do his job. 
and he's more than a game manager to me. So this game, it won't be a cakewalk, which we've we've already acknowledged. It won't be a, a, a walk in the park. It won't be any of that. This will be a difficult game. And on top of that, they're getting their all-pro linebacker, Darius Leonard, back, who is tremendous at everything he has been able to do since entering the league last season. And on the other side of the ball, they have that dog, that man, Quentin Nelson, who throughout the first six weeks of this season is the first offensive lineman that I feel has the best chance and actually may win the battle against DJ Reader. Hell, anybody that you line up in front of him, that's how good of a football player Quentin Nelson is at guard. But that being said, I, I, I'm, I'm very – I'm on the line about this, Cody. I'm on mm-hmm. the fence. And I'm going to tell you why. Because of the subtractions we've had this week with injuries and the additions that the Colts have, that they've gotten back guys coming off of those injuries, especially Darius Leonard. Now, with that being said, when I look at the makeup of both teams and how the Texans are riding their high right now, they are high and they are hot. It brings me to a close game. And I know what I said early in the week. (sighs) There are some advantages here. Now, the Colts are number four in rushing in the league. But the Texans, number five. However, the Colts allow more rushing yards than the Texans do. The Texans are number seven in scoring points per game. I think that Carlos Hyde continues, continues running the ball in the entire offensive team. Like not only Carlos Hyde, but Duke Johnson. Deshaun Watson on either dis, uh, design or scramble breaking down plays and just running. I think the team continues to run the ball good. And the best game that we've seen from the Texans, Cody, what have they done? They've run the, the ball. ball. So I think the Texans win this game. I have to score a little high in the week. I'm going to bring it down. 2017 Houston over Indy. Mm. And that score can flip anyway. Mm. You made you made a lot of good points, but when it comes to Indianapolis, there's one guy that I'm worried about. And his name is T. Y. Hilton. I know. I know. This Hilton. Ever since he has stepped on the field for Indianapolis playing against the Texans. He has terrorized them possibly more than any other receiver that I can think of. Well, and 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 I'm worried about this going into Sunday's game because because every time I seen the Texans go up against um, Indianapolis Colts, I'm like, man, you know, Hilton has always been a nightmare. But knowing that we do not have Jonathan Joseph, knowing that we do not have Bradley Roby, I kind of feel like Hilton is going to have a field day. And just to prove how much T.Y. Hilton has killed the Texans, last year, in three total games, he torched the Texans 18 passes 
for 400 yards. In the AFC wildcard game, that bogus of a playoff game where the Houston Texans lost 21-7, to T.Y. Hilton had five catches for 90 yards. In a total of 15 career games, you ready for this, John? 15 career games against the Houston Texans. This man has caught this man has caught 80 receptions for 1,505 yards with nine touchdowns. Due to the fact that the Texans do not have two of their, you know, best corners, I kind of feel like Hilton is going to. I kind of feel like Hilton is going to have a field day. Now, he has been battling a quad injury, but they're coming off a bye week, which means he has extra rest. If he comes at least 75 to 80% healthy, I kind of feel like the Texans are going to be in trouble. And not only that, Hilton is still due to have a big game. It's because of that quad injury he's been battling all season. He hasn't had it yet. There's a possibility, and I've been reading the reviews. They say he's looking really, really good. You know, in practice well, this week. So, well, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm glad you mentioned what Ty has been able to do against the Texans because it's been for one. You know, not to, not if you're a fan of the Texans strictly, but if you're a fan of football, it's it's kind of been fun. But you mentioned that Joseph Roby will be out and how that can affect the game, and it will. However, right now, the DNP list for Indy has starting cornerback Pierre Desir, starting cornerback Kenny Moore. Pierre is out with a hamstring. Uh, Moore is out with a knee injury. They also... On the DMP for Thursday, do not practice with the injury report, Justin Houston. But I want to mention the cornerbacks because just like T.Y. can possibly, which he probably will, that's T.Y.'s M.O., especially when he's actually here in Houston, and have that field day, this is the perfect back bounce-back game for who, Cody? Will Fuller who's another speedy guy who can fly and get open whenever he feels like it. So they're missing guys. We're missing guys. They got a couple guys back. You know, we we brought in some guys last week. We're rolling with them and the whole nine. They have an element of the game that they can exploit on us, and it's kind of like a facing mirror. It's the AFC South mirror, and the Texans are looking at themselves, and they see the Colts in regards to what they can do on offense for this Mm -hmm. game. So there are some different elements there for the Colts that I thoroughly believe the Houston Texans will exploit. And for the Colts, they will exploit the fact that Jonathan Joseph, because even if Jonathan Joseph was on the field, T.Y. is known to burn him and whoever else, and I get that. But Roby is who I'm really going to miss, but he's off the field, so they know, okay, we got to get T.Y. involved and get him involved early. The game plan for the Texans can be, we got to get Fuller going and get him hot. Let him let him feel the ball. So that is where I'm interested to see the matchup all together. Mm. 
Mm, yeah, you're right, but um, but since 2012, T.Y. Hilton has gave the Texans a lot of problems. And like I say, if he comes in 70 to 85%, it's going to be another long day for the Houston Texans in Indy. But, and by the way, for practice on Thursday, Kenny Stills had a full practice. So if Kenny Stills plays, that's a different element to the offense that we'll see going up against this pretty decent coach defense. And they're right in the middle of the pack when you look at defenses in the league. They're pretty good. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And uh, at the end of the day, man, I, I really feel like this is going to be a close game. And, you know, with the injuries that Indianapolis are going through and the injuries that the Houston Texans are going through, I I, I truly believe it's, it's just going to be one of those games, you know, who can who – can, who could survive the injury the longest, you know? So, but with everything that was said, I'm sorry, Texans Nation. I'm going to have to stick with my pick. I kind of feel like the injuries that the Texans are going into Sunday's game with might be a little bit too much to overcome. I have it a close game, and I, and I, and I truly, truly hope I'm wrong. I'm going to take Indianapolis 27 to 24. Woo. Well, Houston, when you guys riot the show, just remember it wasn't me. It was not me. I'm not taking the AFC South division. Not over the Texans at this point. I, I still think the Texans can definitely exploit areas of the coach uh, where they lack at right now, which is, I think, their cornerback situation. So that's going to be interesting. This game Sunday, I think, is going to be fun. I mm-hmm. think it's going to be a really good game. And just like how you're picking them to win close, I still think the game is going to be close. I'm excited to see the outcome of this game. And, guys, you know, as always, we appreciate you listening to the Fun Fridays. They didn't really get in any – uh, listeners, Fan Fridays to talk what their questions were, but hopefully we'll be able to bounce back next Friday with some more fun. So, Locked On Texans, I am John, some sports guy Hickman with two eyes, of course. Follow me on Twitter. Don't forget to follow the Locked On Texans page at Locked On Texans. Should be easy to remember, huh, guys? And always across from me, not across from me today, but if I was in the studio, across from me, Cody Davis, and as always, you can find me on Twitter at Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-F-A-S underscore 24. You know, I got to give it up to the Houston Astros. They have defeated the New York Yankees again. One more win, and they are back in the World Series. For all analysis for the Astros and the Yankees, please head over to Locked On Astros, like the Texans daily podcast covering your Houston Astros. And a quick word from the wise. Speaking of the Astros, seriously. Guys, don't joke about and play with mental health. There was a Yankee fan who got kicked out of the game for just taking it too far. And at the end of the, of the day, your team lost because the Yankees, the Knicks, the Mets, <laughs> the Giants, the Jets, uh, who else? St. John. <laughs> that pizza in Brooklyn, that pizza shop in Brooklyn, they suck. That's how you talk trash.
and it's also facts. So just don't be that guy. <laughs> Until next time, peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.